So, here we are. This just the intro. Let me not get ahead of myself. Episode 10. We're yes. in double digits. Like, fucking four years later, we're finally Can in you double imagine? digits. I... That's wild. We should have been in, like, episode 100 by now if we were I know, if we were consistent. But, I mean, um, we've grown up. I but guess. welcome to episode 10, you guys. Hello, guys. This is your boy, Chris. And your fave, Gem. Why don't and I ever say the fave? I don't feel like I'm in I say that because I used to have like a PR website and mm-hmm. that was, it was like your favorite pre- uh, PR girl. So I just I don't feel like I'm in anybody's fave. Maybe any. But that, I feel, you know, jaded. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So um, we recorded what, last week? Was it two weeks ago? We I think it was like two weeks. Two weeks ago. So we're yeah. doing we're doing a little better with the, we'll see how long this lasts. Um, <laughs> we are going to be taking our podcast to, to uh, Zoom after this episode, I believe, right? Yes, after this episode. Because Jem will... here is moving to North Carolina, right? So talk yes. about it, Jem. So basically, um, you know, I've lived in Melbourne for a long time, and there are points in times where something, you know, it just gets to be a little bit, I don't want to say too much, but you just need a change of pace. Um, so, you new know, environment. My, yeah, new environment. So my family and I have made the choice. Um, to move to North Carolina, we are going to be, um, you know, we'll be relatively close. I have family in the area, but right now, um, you know, for our family, that that's the best move for us. And this is just you three, you and yeah, uh, just us three. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we can't take our cats. So anybody looking to take two sweet, amazing kitties, let us know. Um, we will be back for them at some point. But right now, um, you know, we're just trying to get everything settled before we're able to. Dive it's into hard. That. It's hard, especially you know, because people don't really realize how how uh, hard it is to move somewhere with animals that even, you know, if they accept them, if people, mm-hmm. if people are allergic, because a lot of people are allergic to, to cats. Yeah. So it's, it's so, but I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, like, like you said, people need a change of environment. Yeah. Um, when you've been in a place for too long, you start kind of realizing the, <clears throat> the toxicity that that place may bring. Exactly. You know and seeing I mean? the same and people on daily basis. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's, it's a good change of pace. I mean, I, I would love to move, but obviously I got a daughter here that so I you know I'm here but I would you know maybe one day we'll see but yeah no I'm, I'm happy for you Jim so like Thank I said you. you know um after this we'll be doing we're gonna figure out a way to the do show must Zoom. go on yes yeah, yeah. it will definitely go on War the Queen um, um so we'll keep doing that we'll just probably maybe even have like videos with it yeah I think it would be cool to kind of see the reactions of us you know us talking about things and because we've been wanting um, to do videos for a minute yeah and, never really and you guys of... can give your opinion on, on the things that you like and how you like the show not um, that we keep them fuck but I'm kidding, um, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah you know touching on that too we do want to just uh, shout out to everybody that takes the time to download and to listen man it was um, a lot of love in this episode yeah I, I just checked earlier it was like 511 episodes yeah. or downloads in this episode a lot of sharing, a lot of people, you know, a lot of good feedback from it. It was dope, especially... So we yeah, we appreciate that for sure. Especially after being gone for so long where people could be like, oh, we just don't fuck with you no more because, you know, you're right. consistent. But, you know, this whole time we, we weren't recording, people were always hitting me and jump up, oh, when are you guys recording again? You know, we really enjoy your show and this and that. So it's just dope to see that people still, you know, listen to us and, you know, and, and check in on us and, and they share it. And like I said, 411, which is pretty dope for one episode, um along with all the shares and then like I said I made that um, the snap for it I've had a lot of love on it from people you know saying oh what's it about because a lot of people aren't really up to speed with podcasts you know what I mean yeah and I think as it, much as they should be and it went up and down it was like a huge wave like in 2017 and yeah. uh, 16 and then all of a sudden it was kind of just like starting to die down yeah. and I think it's because a lot of the true crime uh, doc, um, documentaries podcasts uh, have taken over so it's yeah. kind of like the shows that's like ours really that popular. are just right and, and the thing is it's also with like the same thing that happened with you know music that there's so many people out there making music and the same with podcasts that is people 
one, they don't know how to keep up, and two, they just... And it's you know, really just, hard, yeah. you know, to stay, when you think about celebrities and you think about your favorite artists, it's really hard to stay relevant. I think people don't really understand that. Yeah. And I think for us, it's like the reason that we do these hot topics and we pick different things that people want to hear about, uh, you know, we're definitely going, we're trying to keep ourselves relevant. 100%, yeah. Right. And the more that we talk about real life things, I think that also is what keeps us going. Yeah, because we talk about things that we enjoy, but it's also things that we feel like we know, you know about you know what i mean right, like, i don't right. think we ever really jumped on a topic that we didn't know about you know what i'm saying if it's exactly. something new we just kind of jump on it we read up on it we'll say hey jim i want to talk about this let's read up on it so we can kind of be up to speed on it and it's it seems to be shit that people like to hear people right like they enjoy they relate to it they're they're you know glued to you know hearing about it like if it's some controversial shit that's going on we'll talk about it if, you know so it's but it's cool that people you know are they're fucking with us the way they are it's, it's pretty dope um shit i was gonna say something else but i can't remember now um <laughs> but yeah shout out to you guys that listen i mean it really means a lot to us because um in a sense you know this is a huge it, it's very therapeutic to be able to just sit with your is. best friend it and is. just you know spit shit off the dome and just talk about it and having that's that really outlet, having an outlet for exactly kind of having a good outlet so we do appreciate you guys and for those of you who've been asking if we need a third member we don't we, yeah we don't. um and we, it's not we, even us trying to be rude no no it's just um, there's a chemistry you know but what I mean? it, yeah we we work this together and we do appreciate that we will be doing guests um for we will, sure yeah. we'll be doing guests so if you're interested in that you know hit up me or chris especially uh, with the zoom thing it's going to be a lot easier to get right get and guests on it so you know it's it's not something we're obviously opposed to doing it just as far as a third member we just don't see why or you know we don't see how a third member would fit you know what i mean with with work and and the schedule especially somebody we don't really know like me and jim know each other pretty well we've both you know know of of each other's past and what we've both been through we've been through there for some of people you know some of each other's you know bullshit so we kind of have that you know that connection so you know like no offense to anybody we just we don't want you no, right it's just you know, really it's, like a brother and sister yeah, talking. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is and and like, yeah we don't you know and and that doesn't mean you can't just sit and you know and uh, tell us about topics you want to talk about and or we suggestions love that. we know yeah exactly that's so. why i make those polls because you know it's always so many there's only so many things that me and jim can kind of sit there and like oh let's talk about this and you know what i mean and because i feel like also sometimes when we do that we feel like we're kind of making it a little too much about ourselves and we're not really seeing about what other people want to talk about because right. we might be you know pretty well known on a fact or on a topic that you guys don't know so we could talk about it and give you more insights or more yeah and shit it, about so that's why we always welcome suggestions and you know like i said guests we'll, we're gonna be working on that so if you want to be a guest you want you have shit that you want to talk about yeah hit please us up. hit us up and we have no problem you know talking talking about it and having you on the show at all you know it'd be would be, be honored Awesome. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump to our topics. Yeah, Um, what's the first one? First topic, top five artists, their best and worst albums. So Chris and I have decided to kind of like... Just do a best because it's it's kind of... Yeah, we're just going to do like a kind of fast album. So right now, if we're talking about, for me, top five, uh, everyone knows that I'm a huge Kanye fan, even when he is off his meds. Uh, So right now, top five for me um, is going to be Pablo. Um, I think that is one of Kanye's best albums. Uh, I think that Yeezus was the worst album for Kanye. Still hurts to hear that. And uh, so that's my in my top five. So that's for your number one. For my number, yeah. my one of, and I'm probably not gonna go in the right order of the artists, but I think for me, one of my in my top five will be Eminem. I knew uh, you were gonna say that. Of course, first my favorite album by M 
is gonna be the Eminem show. My least favorite album to for me is probably gonna be Revival because it just it wasn't him. And I'm not saying it's a bad album. I listen to it. There's a couple of songs I listen to it on still. It's just as far as like me kind of going based on the album I can listen from top to bottom. That's not it for me. Um, I know you gonna say that. So number two will probably be another artist for me that's top five. Um, Cole, J. Cole, top five album for me, number one. My favorite album by Cole for me is uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. It because it's there's just so much to do on it. There's the production, there was going platinum window features, there's the content, there is it's just there's a song for everything in right. that album. Uh, my least favorite album by him is probably gonna be Friday Night Lights, just because, you know, and I and I forgive him for that because that was his first album. Jay kind of pushed, <laughs> yeah. Jay pushed all the you know commercial shit. Let's put it on the radio kind of joints that he had to put out with like that workout joint. And that trash. wasn't him. And that wasn't him. So I forgive him, but it's my least favorite album by Cole. And you know, um, what about you, what's your second? Uh... Second artist. Okay, so this is gonna sound real whack. Um, 50 Cent is on my top five. Hey, me, me too. 100%. And <laughs> I wanna know what your favorite album is. Okay, on, so the one with, um, oh my God, I can't remember the name, with the uh, Baltimore Love Thing. Oh, The Massacre? The Massacre. Is that your the Massacre album? Is, my, is in my top five. Okay. That's, yeah. The worst album was that little joint that he, um, Curtis. I could care Curtis, less for yeah, Curtis. Curtis, yeah, that's probably, I didn't really hear any of the other albums after that, but if I'm going to go based on the albums that I did listen to, Curtis is probably going to be my, my least favorite album. My favorite album by him is probably going to be... It's, a, it's, it's tough between Get Richard, I Try I and, and The Massacre because Get Richard, I Try and has those classics, 21 Questions, Wingstub, yes. P.I.M.P., and then you have the joints with M, you know, Patient right. Waiting. That's an amazing... Right. One of M's best you know features yeah but then the massacre you can't you the know, massacre has so much when i heard when i heard that song and it, i know it's like a very vulgar song but the way that he delivered that was, in the sense of a drug and that was the album where was that the album where he dropped with um kanye and whoever did oh no 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 that was curtis yeah that was whoever, curtis. Whoever i didn't, truly i truly hated that remember album. that shit because they were supposed to whoever didn't whoever didn't hit a million yeah supposed to retire and nobody yes. did <laughs> Bullshit. Totally. I, really know, I, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Just I think like, that was one that had that AO technology with yeah, um, Curtis. Horrible. I, yeah. I don't even know why. There was one song, I think it's in that album. Uh, I think it's on Curtis. Still Kill with Akon. That's a good song. That was a good like Yeah, that one was okay. You don't like AO technology? I don't like that I have song. to be in a mood for it. I have to yeah, be. Yes. I have, it's one of those songs I can just listen to in the background. Yeah, I'm not going to get on my phone and type AO technology. I, I'm not going to. If I hear it at the department store, I'm going to do a little humming. If you're playing I'm AO not... technology at the department store, I want to be I want to be there. I'm not searching for that song. That's a nasty song to play at a department store. Like, talking about, you know, because you know what this Well, about. I feel like growing up in New York and, like, when we were in, uh, in Queens, we would go to this place, this outlet mall, and they would play all types yeah. of crazy shit. And I remember hearing that um, when I was going down the stairs, and I was like, I really hate it here. And here like, they, they play fucking Bieber and Ed Sheeran. No Ed, Ed Sheeran or dope, Faith but, Hill. Yeah. Um, literally, we were, me and my uh, that's, man that's were just funny. talking about that. Uh, that's funny. But yeah, that's definitely... Uh, so my third artist would probably be... <sighs> Shit, I don't know. Queen. Okay, I know you're going to say that. My favorite album is going to be United the Opera. Okay. Just classics. It's between that one and then, uh, um, what's the one with with Killer Queen on it? I've never. Okay, I so I feel whack. That's probably my I've first. I've never two. listened to. 
my least favorite album by them is when one of the albums from Freddie Mercury kind of went on his own. It just, uh, it wasn't for me. So maybe I shouldn't have even put them on my list because I don't know the name of the album right now. Um, what's your third? All right, third for me. Oh, see, I can't even say that. I can't, okay. Uh, okay, perfect. Lady Gaga, love her, amazing singer, performer, everything. Best album I'm going to say was her original um, self-titled Just Dance. Worst album, God forgive me for saying this, that horrible thing with Tony Bennett. I have never been that so... That more of the later albums? Yes, yeah. it was a, when she completely left her persona and she had that dark hair, the spaghetti strap, you know, nice 50 style dress. That was unnecessary. Do you feel like you blame the label for that? Do you feel like that was like a, a label's album? Like you need kind to make of. this because you've been out... Because that was when she was gone for a while, right? Yeah, and then And she then they kind of said like, yo, we need a bunch of radio. But days. it was like a whole like yeah. cassette type of thing yeah. where it was like... Like I love Tony Bennett, don't get me wrong, but that was really unnecessary. Like mm -hmm. I really didn't need that to be on my iTunes when I'm looking for Lady Gaga. So for me, that Remember was... Remember when you woke up the one day and that fucking album by YouTube, YouTube was in your phone? Like, I why? really... That's a... That's like so traumatic. That like, is. I feel like for everyone that has iPhone. You literally got on my phone. <laughs> and you guys really thought like this is going to be okay. Yeah, we're going to let it slide. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, the only U2 song I want to hear is that It's a Beautiful Day. Back then, I had like a 16 gig iPhone. That was my whole memory. I'm like, I don't need pictures. It's cool. We'll exactly. keep you tuned. Yeah, I'm good. Fuck out of here. No. So, that was crazy. That People was really traumatic. Apple um, really thought they could get away with that. Just, like, you pushing U2 on us. And like, that's cool. We'll bottom. We'll and I feel like the only time that U2 should be listened to is if we were taking a trip back to 2002 or three. But please leave Untrues. that where it's you literally leave that where it's at. Where it's um, at. Um, okay, so that was probably number four because we were talking about Kanye by, by fifty. So number five, I'm probably gonna say, of course Kanye. I, I didn't mention Kanye. Kanye is my favorite album. It's my beautiful Dark Twisted of Fantasy because the production album is yes. amazing. I had the um, had the fucking vinyl on it and just hearing it on vinyl and hearing the range of mm -hmm. the production on it, it's, it was, it just, hits it was beautiful. It hits different. My least favorite album is, of course, you know, Yay. We talked about this before. Wow. Um, it just... It, it, you know what? I did listen to Jesus is King the other day. I like I, that. And I, the one song, uh, Close on Sunday. I That's like my that favorite song. song. That's my favorite that song That is a there. good song. It is. I don't know why. It's, it's not, just... I don't, don't, don't want to like it. It's the beat the and it's the delivery. It's a good on song. On that verse. Did you see the video where he... Uh, him and uh, Steve Harvey were at Chick-fil-A. Yes. And he was with the crew singing it. That was yes. dope. That's, that's and, why I love Kanye. And he's, but you know what? I feel like a lot of, when we start talking about hip-hop, when we start getting into I feel like we're talking records, about Kanye every fucking episode. It, it, and it's crazy because <laughs> he is really that talented. He is, yeah. I mean, there are, um, you know, when you go online and you look at the breakdown of how he makes the music, where he gets the beats, he is a very talented person. So it's kind of hard. For sure. No matter what his controversial shit is, you can't take away... His production, like right. he's he's an amazing, um, he's an amazing produ he producer. He's an amazing artist, you know. And you know, I, I just kind of if you know if there is a god, if there is somebody out there to kind of help him because he's he's not okay right now. And you know and it's I mean? and like Jesse Jesse J said, it's okay not to be okay. It's not. Yeah, uh, but it, like it his wife is. said, you know, Kim and people rag on her, and I don't care. I don't want to say I don't care for her because I do, you know, in some aspects like them. But I think the resilience that she's shown as a wife, as a partner to him. She's and, wrong, yeah. and like she said, this is not a part. This is just who he is now. Mm -hmm. But that should not take away from the genius and the talent that he yeah. is. So, like I said, when you're talking about hip hop for people our age, it's really hard not to include Kanye, not to That's include Cole and Drake. So if you guys hear us talking about that over and we over again, it's because we, we to, feel... We Right, we feel the music in a different way. Those are people that have made impacts in our lives and made an impact in our generation that we just can't let go, we can't forget because they're, they're huge. They're, they're talented no matter what 
I've, I've, I've always been the kind of person that, unless you do something extremely, you know, nasty, I've always been the kind of person that I'm going to put your personal bullshit aside from your, your work, your art. Right, exactly. Whatever, whatever you know, whatever it is, I, I, you know, because I can't say like, okay, if, you know, just because at some point, yeah, he might have supported Trump, that doesn't take away from the fact that he's made one of my favorite hip-hop albums of all time. I can't say... Yeah, people I don't, are The people that their... say... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get the people that say, I no longer like Kanye because of him. So I'm like, okay, that, is, that doesn't make any sense. You literally can't tell your brain, this music is now garbage because you don't agree with the guy's movement. But it's that agree, cancel culture that right, people Right, exactly, about. which is stupid. But you can't just do it based on, you know, and, and because based on somebody's political beliefs or religious, that should have nothing to do... If you're a real fan of their work, that should not take away from, and again, from how he you is feel a, about it. And again, he is a very, very talented. And he I, is. I could not do what he, what he does. At all. Um, and, and deal with, because me and you have kind of burst the top of the mental illnesses that he's gone through, of the right. shit that we've gone through, and he still manages to do the shit and be one of the highest hip-hop you know, album yeah. sellers and, and the sneakers and the clothes. And he's still very, very successful with that. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't even get show up for work the next day if I was going through the shit he's going through. Exactly, exactly. And it also, like you said, it takes somebody strong like Kim by his side to help him push it through. You know, God yeah. knows how much Annie has pushed me through and the bullshit she's gotten out of my head since we met. Exactly. And it just, that's what it takes sometimes. You know, exactly. sometimes you can't do it on your own and you need somebody. So, um, but the getting ready to land, kind of staying on music topic a little bit. I just, would you trust advice from baby advice from somebody who's not a mother so for me with my experience i could say it's like half and half i think when i see people posting things um about having compassion for your kids sometimes as parents we really we get into this mode just when our kids are older and i think it's like outside looking in now saying that i feel like if somebody's given you un uh if i don't ask you for your advice don't give me advice um, if you I, see my kid eating a happy meal and you're a vegan, I don't. I didn't ask for your advice. Yeah, that's so, what the post that I made the other day. Right. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me that my kid could eat healthier. I'm it's, a mother and I get that. Yeah. But this is how I parent. Exactly. This is, I pushed him out of my my stomach, my vagina. So it's like, don't come here and say things like, oh, I think it would be better if you did X, Y, Z. No. The only time I feel like it's necessary is if you are physically, if someone is physically abusing their child I, yeah. or yeah, they're starving their, ch- their child, then it's different. And it's like people were saying like, oh, it's just that it's kind of like, like somebody on my on my comments said, um, it's just one of those kind of like war vomit to people, and they can help. Like that's bullshit. That does that does. I don't care. You know what I mean? You I feel know. Like that's not you, an excuse. If you're a grown man or woman, you know when and when not to say shit. And exactly. people don't understand. Like I don't care how many kids you've had. You can't ever say you're a, uh, an expert parent. Exactly. And we I, have shit. I still have way, a lot of shit to learn about being a father to Maddie, let alone being a father to Elliot when he's born. I exactly. Can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that. Being a parent is learning, and I feel like... And you'll never you, be... You, you learn from other parents. You learn from the things that you've gone through with your family. And, you know, yeah. bottom line is they all have children. But even sometimes I feel like with family. I remember when I first had my son, everyone had an opinion. Oh, you should do this. You should do so that. Maddie, yeah. And it's like, this is my, this is my child. Yeah. Let me... <laughs> figure out how to take care of him because mm-hmm. we are catered to each other. And like, I know some of the shit, I, I mean, based on seeing some of the way y'all, some of y'all do things with your kids and don't do it, I know the kind of shit I wouldn't do with my kids, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go slide in your DMs or in your comments and say, exactly. yo, you shouldn't do this with your kids. Like, I don't give a fuck about your family. You do you. Right, I, that's not your of my kids. Cons- yeah. Right. I know... I'm not going to do some of those things with my kid, but that I'm not going to shame you for it because that's your business. And it's the same respect of just respecting. Respect. Yeah. Exactly. We don't want someone to roll up on us to say something. So we're not going to say exactly. it to you. And like I said, the only time, you know, 
I, I would say something is if your kid is in actual danger to, to pass away or to be hurt. Yeah, um, well, then so, for sure. Right, but other times it's like stop trying, especially new mothers. I feel like when somebody is pregnant or having a baby, like, you know, they're, they're giving birth or whatever, everyone has their two cents. Mm-hmm. It should be a moment between you and your child. It has <clears throat> nothing to do with anyone else. Yeah. So but the reason why I said the whole thing with music is because there is a certain uh, R&B singer Summer Walker, which I love her music. Puts out the hits. She's really talented, and he knows how much I listen to her. But she posted uh, something on her on her Instagram story that said, "Y'all weird for even giving babies that process government shit. Throw some real fruits and veggies in a blender and give it to them." And then, then there's a, a screenshot of somebody messaging her said, "Do you even have children to make that comment? Some people can't afford fresh fruit every week, and that's just one reason of a few as to why people give their babies formula." Summer said, a pair of 47 cents. Similac is 32 to $36. I don't understand. A bowl of fruit for the child would still cost less for, than formula for the week. And then this other person said, no offense, but formula is $36, and that lasts up to two weeks. On the other hand, making sure your baby eats fresh food, sorry, fresh food three times a day, every day is pricey. And then she went, you know, Summer went ahead and felt like she needed to break down prices and said, to feed the child daily is 167 Meal, one, one pair is 43 cents, two apples is 74 cents, three peas is 50 cents. That's 11.69 <laughs> a weekly, and then they can drink water, so it's cheap. So it's 23.38 for two weeks. Have you tried just giving Liam water? First of all, you, you can't give little infants water like that. You can't. Uh, second of all... <laughs> you can fuck on and kill a kid, and I feel like someone's going to catch the charge. She tried to Bill Nye this and, and really separate it, and here's the thing. Really I got sad. one thing to say. Shut Fair. up. You like, don't have a kid. Like, you can't. Shut up. It doesn't work like, that way. And, and it's like you, like I'm sorry that that works for you because you're a fucking millionaire exactly. and you can afford to hire people to you go can't feed your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I'm working, you know, 40 hours a week and I'm trying to provide for my child, this little boy's gonna get a happy meal and he's gonna be okay with it. And if you're gonna say, okay, yeah, just get fruit the last two weeks. Show me fruit the last two weeks, please, before they fucking this, rot. You know she's I mean? talking about feeding your kid processed food. Do you know how nasty the produce is at some of these places? People Unless you want like organic, yeah, right? And yeah. even then, even it's then, like, you see yeah. people doing this. They're putting their hands, they're touching shit, and they're open. It's like, don't try to do this whole, like, oh, processed food shit. Like, just say what you want to say, and just say that you want a baby. I mean, at the end of the day, just say you want a baby. Like, don't attack people because of the things that they're doing. And they drink water, so it's cheaper. And what baby is you giving water to, Summer Walker? What baby? Yeah, you I mean, can, but you gotta go ahead and put the formula in the water, and then we can talk exactly. about it. Exactly, and it's like that you know what? If somebody if if somebody wants to feed their baby, like I said, unless it is harming the child yeah, and killing them, can't. shut up. And you can't shame for saying, "Oh, y'all are weird for even giving babies process government." Shit. You're like, weird for taking time out of your day, like why? with no children, to post something like this. You, who sits at home and says, "Oh." I'm going to see what Summer Walker has in advice for my kid today. So when she has it. no kids and looks different every time you see her. I'm saying? And every, there are pictures of her that I see, and I'm like, this can't be the same person. Worry about that. Stop telling, Summer, stop just shaming cause, people. Just because you made CPR, and I love this song, so me, you can tell me what to feed Maddie. That, right. That's not, like, you know what? Worry I just about it yourself. Funny. It, just, it was just a perfect example. That's why I kind of brought the whole thing with the music, because she's an artist, and then what we were talking about, it's like, you can't, number one, like you said, it's expensive. Eating healthy is exp- Look, I've been... On a fucking healthy eating binge for the past two weeks, I've dropped six pounds, yeah, which is dope. Rats. I've been running. You know how expensive that shit is compared to just me running to McDonald's and getting that fucking But here's the thing. Here's Big the Mac. thing. Even eating at McDonald's, like, for example, me and my partner, we, um, I lift weights and stuff. Y'all know yeah. if you guys see me in the gym, but yeah, I lift weights and everything. But here's the thing. 
I can't afford to say, okay, I'm going to eat all this different organic yeah. stuff. So you know what I, yeah. what I do? I research what I can eat when I do want to get fast food. So if I want to go grab a burger, mm-hmm. I'm going to grab a burger with no bun, extra yeah, lettuce, and a go. tomato. I can make it work for yeah, me, yeah, and exactly. I'm healthy. You know, as a type 1 diabetic, I, I'm pretty healthy for the most part. And that's so, even more money that you need to spend on that. Exactly. So it's like you when people start doing these generalization, uh, you know, epiphanies, it's like you cannot... You can't speak for everybody because that may work for certain people. I have friends, um, like shout out to Hannah. She has a garden, but she that's takes dope. the time because her work schedule allows her yeah, to garden. Th- right now, that's not a reality for me and my family. By the time I get home to garden, it's fucking storming and raining. <laughs> I'll get hit by lightning because I'm trying to feed Maddie fucking apples every day. And then she has no father, so thanks a lot, Summer Walker. But yeah, that she was. She gonna catch a charge for telling people to that feed was a little bit. That was a little bit. Put stupid. in a blender, like fam, or you can just get one of those little like baby foods. And it's okay. It's, it's okay right. to give it's cheap. Exactly. And it lasts long, way longer than trying to keep apples and bananas and all that other bullshit in your fridge and lasts for more than You know, two. there was exactly a... What happened? Last thing I'm going to say about this, there was an episode of The Simpsons, I, which is my favorite show. Um, Marge was... They were trying to eat organic, so they started scanning all the fruit. Mm-hmm. And by the time the fruit got to be checked out, it already was ruined. <laughs> See, so it is. Wait, is that really your favorite show, like, of all time? Of all time. I have really? so many Simpsons tattoos, it's really... really I used ridiculous. to love The Simpsons. I haven't seen the new ones. I want to. I just don't oh, know where... I think it's, Disney Plus has it now, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'll give you my Hulu login because they have the newest oh, one. Oh, has it too. Yeah. But I appreciate it. And this is not a plug for Disney Plus. They're not paying us to. Right, I but wish I, just, they were. <laughs> I just really love The Simpsons. I think, yeah, I used to love that show. I used to watch the show. It's, you know what's funny? It's like, I used to watch The Simpsons in Colombia. Did you really? Dubbed. Oh. So their voices are so different here in English. Yeah. Like, Marge sounds so, like in Colombia, she doesn't sound like that. Right. It's just wild to like, watch shit. That you, like French Prince of Bel-Air, I used to watch the shit in Colombia. Did you really? Yeah, I love that show. It was one of my favorite, like, 90, right. early 90s show. Right. I loved it. it was but like it was show. dubbed. Oh, okay. Everything yeah, yeah, was yeah. dubbed. So now when I came here and I heard Will's real voice, I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> he does not sound like this in fucking Spanish. This is fucking... Speaking of Spanish, just something real quick. Uh, do you, have you guys seen The Tax Collector? No, we haven't. It's a great love. movie. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, got her, I watched it on, on uh, Annie, uh, Maddie's Fire Stick. And so it's funny. Because it was a great show. A uh, great movie. I'm sorry. It was... Really good, I like it. Just my kind of movie. So Shia LaBeouf played like a Mexican, right? You know, and now people are kind of saying that he brown faced it. Yep, I, I, I was gonna. I, gonna say I don't that. understand. I, I, to me, because he played a character, because he had like an accent and the lingo of Mexican in LA. Yeah. If you're not literally painting your face brown and dressing like him, and I don't really see, I don't know. Am I am I alone in this? Um, like if you if you saw Shia LaBeouf kind of like because here's the thing. For black people, you see white people appropriating black culture every day. When and they it's think blatant gangsters. disrespect. Right. right. But they're not... So, if you saw Shia LaBeouf doing it like that without painting his face black, would you be offended? So, he's an actor, and I think that... Out I of, think there's, like, lies I, if you can and can't. Right. Pass. I think... So, in the movie... I don't think that I don't want to say he appropriated because he kept his same skin tone. He just got tattoos to emulate what people and he look really got like. tatted like this. Yeah, like, which is dope. So I think I think there's a line. I think that and people, I don't think he crossed it. I don't think he. I just think like I think people, people just want something mad about. Yeah, yeah. And I think th- th- here's the thing: they've been trying to cancel Shia LaBeouf for years. It's not going to happen. You're not canceling my man. And he and he's proved over the years that he is so talented. And I think this he's was one of the most another... versatile actors that I know. Exactly. I was talking to Andy about that. Yes, he's and very it's, versatile. It's funny because she was saying that she can't watch him because all she hears is even Steven, like in the show. And all I hear is holes. And his voice hasn't changed, which I get that, but it just <laughs> that just shows how much he's done. Like between holes, even Stevens, he's done Transformers shit. 
He's done. That uh, was one of his best, I think. American Honey. Of, yes, I that think. was a good cool. That's yeah. a good movie. Then Tax Collector. I just I like him. Same with Jake Gyllenhaal. But I just saw somebody that people were trying to kill him on Twitter because of brownface. I'm just no. kind of like, uh, he looked the same tone to me, and like even his accent, it wasn't really like overly done. Like yeah. he had the slang, the Mexican slang, but he wasn't like like saying like oh cholo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that Mexican that tone. stereotype. Sli- yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't hear it, and I mean I might be I'm if you guys. I'm not saying you guys are can what can and can be mad about, but just quit being little bitches. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm Don't be oversensitive. You should definitely watch. It was a good movie. It's the the ending is pretty sad. It's pretty violent, but it's a good movie. Definitely not with Liam. Yeah, no, no, no. I watched that, you know, with Andy, but you know, she fell asleep, so I watched it. <laughs> I'll definitely um, check that one. You should definitely check it out. So now, what do you, what's what's next? So okay, I want to go ahead and I want to talk about responsibilities um, as far as friendship, and then I want to jump right into friendship breakups. So I was having this discussion with my partner the other day, and it's it's funny that you you wanted to discuss this because how do you I, I don't want to say how do you tell your friends that they yeah, suck because yeah. you shouldn't. I feel like if you're friends with someone, give them advice in a in a normal yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, like there's a way to say it. There's a way to say I don't like this without saying, bro, you trash. Right. Because like, you don't know how much effort and work and how excited they were to show you something. You know what I'm saying? And I think that goes for every aspect because here's the thing. Friendship is, should be based on honesty. Yeah. But it should, but it should never be a cruel honesty. And I just want to say shout out to my best friend, Asandra, because there are times where I'll say something that's completely out of pocket and she'll say, Hey, listen, I know you perceive it this way, but this is the way that you got it. Right. And I need, we need that. And it's not a hurtful way. No. And especially people like you and I, where we're self-spoken and we, we kind of see shit our way until somebody shows us the other way. We need to be, um, what's it called? We need to be like, um, landed. We need to be grounded. I'm sorry, not landed, grounded and, and see things in perspective. So we expect a certain type of honesty from from people who are close to us that we care about the people exactly. you know what i mean i don't expect people i don't really fuck with to say hey i don't really you know like so and so about you because i'm like okay well your opinion doesn't matter to me i appreciate it but if it's somebody that we're close with right that we depend on that we like you should our, know how to speak to someone right. in a way without hurting them and i think a lot of and you know I keep people seeing... are, people like they put a lot of people might put like we i think we put a lot of work and thought and passion into this podcast shit yeah and so and we, and we do I think for me sometimes I take things a little bit hard if someone gives me negative criticism but it's like we're learning and yeah. I feel like if you approach me and say hey I think on your show you should do XYZ I'm not gonna yeah I'm gonna be a little bit you know turn yeah, yeah, at like, first yeah. but it's 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 you should be able to handle that criticism but and again it's, it's hard for us too because it's like 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 if we get it if we get like a um, some kind of advice or, or, or opinion on oh this is a kind of Something so and so you should do at a show or shouldn't do at your show or don't say so and so and I'm like okay do you pod no and all right and you know I've heard so and I've heard someone at say first, that to for you. me it's kind of it's hard for me yeah Remember? but I but I've heard someone not gonna say no names but I've yeah, heard someone yeah, yeah. say to you, you too much. hey but it's like you know what at the end of the day this show is based on our reality this is our you know it's time to sit down because we don't get to see each other like yeah, we used to yeah. so this is our time to just vibe with each other so yeah. and we're recording it while doing so exactly it's not like this is just to me, like, yes, it's a show for everybody to hear, but for me, I feel like it's just me and Jim kicking it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what it is. So it's like, and, and, and I feel like if I were to censor myself, I'm not being me. Exactly. And, and that's I want to, this is what a show. podcast is. Otherwise, I'm just going to go on one of those, you know, regulated radio shows and say, oh, dang, oh, shoot, I'm sorry. You know, I right. don't want to do that. I want, 
that's what podcast is. It gives you the freedom to speak. And the funny the fuck thing is, there are other podcasts that are way, you know, that are vo- way vulgar, uh, oh, way more about, vulgar than oh, yeah, ours. They talk about wild shit. Right. So, you know, bringing it back. But Look, I grew up poor and I grew up ignorant. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> but bringing it back, I feel like telling people that they suck is really hurtful. It is. And, it is. you know, we, like Chris said, we haven't even brushed on mental, on mental health and mental illness. And I feel like... Not saying that people that you should hold their hands and to get them through things. And there's this meme. I don't know if you've seen it where it's like, oh, I'm responsible for the way that I react to things. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to be compassionate as people to realize, like, if I didn't know you and you were in, like walking down the street, I wouldn't know half the things that you've been through. I wouldn't know what exactly. it took you to get here. So yeah, if I'm going to sit down with you, I'm going to say, listen, Chris, you know, when you said X, Y, Z, it kind of made it seem like whatever. I'm not going to sit there and tell my friend, hey, you fucking suck. You can't mm-hmm. sing. Your shit is whack. Everybody is working towards something. Yeah. And the thing is, the other thing is, this, the other side of that is that you don't know how mentally strong somebody is, how your words and, and, and what you say are going to affect them. You know, you might not know how sensitive they are. So you should, as a friend, if you are trying to talk to somebody you really give a fuck about, really care about, I'm sorry, you should have care and have, you know, be considerate of how these people might take because... You can't expect anybody to be as strong as you when right. you hear things. So right. there is ways to tell somebody, hey, um, like if somebody you know sends me a song, I have a friend of mine that I went to high school with that I was really you know really good friends. We always talked about the music shit. We we're really into Wayne about you know back in the Drought Three. Right. Oh and, yes, yes. You know, so we talked about it. He's always sending me songs. He's like, yo, what you think about it? And you know. Me being me, like, nah, you're trash. You know, as men right. talk to each other, about that's trash. But I, I didn't. You know, like, last time he sent me a song, he said, yo, I want you to put, which we think, I might put the song that he sent me on, on this show, right. on this episode. I, I liked it. I liked the beat. I didn't like the rapping. But I'm not going to say, bro, I don't like your rapping. It's trash. I just said, okay, yeah, the beat is cool. It's just not for me. You know, right. there's ways to tell and people. And that's okay. Yeah. And they it's can, like you don't have expect, to like everything. Yeah, um, and, and you as a creator, also, the flip side of that is you as a creator cannot go into crafting something expecting everybody to love it. You want everybody right. to love it. You wish you got nothing but good feedback. Exactly. But you cannot go into something and expect everybody to just give you flowers because I feel like as artists, as creators, as, as anybody that works on something, sometimes we need that negative feedback and that negativity to, to, to grow. grow and to fix our shit because we go and shit jaded not knowing we're fucking perfect up perfect example do you remember that Drake line I had someone tell me I fell off oh I needed that yeah and it's like oh, what song is that uh god damn I can't it's even it's an older song but yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. But, but it's like when, when I heard that and the time of the things that I was going through at that time I had kind of fell off at the gym and I was getting weight and I was you know not taking care of myself and when I heard that verse I was like okay Mm -hmm. same with views the same thing which is why and not not why I don't like views but views a lot of people feel the same way about it the views a lot of people told them you sound angry this isn't you and he said he addressed that in uh, his um, what's the album after no not Scorpion the one before that Uh Uh, More Life yes yes. yeah he said you said I was an angrier me and views Right. Um, I'll probably self-destruct if I ever lose, but I never do. That's Dre being Dre. But yeah, he he, he recognized don't. that. He recognized that. He right. came out with more life. It was a way better craft than views. The Scorpio was better. So, like I said, we need sometimes we need that criticism to grow as people, not just artists, not just as creators, but sometimes as people. Like I want, you know, that's why I like being, you know, with in the relationship that I'm in now, the marriage that I'm in, because right. she's able to say, hey, some of the things you've done and said have made me feel some kind of way I'm not, you know, 
let's fix it, let's work on it. You need right. that from your and, partners, and you need that from your friends, from anybody that's close to you that you should, you know, that you want to take, you know, their, their, their advice. Seriously, you need that, you know. I'm and, not going to take it from strangers because I don't, you know, it's hard for me to care about an opinion of somebody I don't right, know nothing but if, about. But if someone is your friend, um, you know, it is, uh, like I said, it's. I don't like the word responsibility, but I feel like it is, it's really good to be able to know that if you're doing something that's kind of shitty or something that's not your best, to say to someone, hey, uh, you know, maybe you should start doing this. And there's just a way that you say it. Yeah. So speaking of that, I And think- then people, another thing I was going to say about that before we jump to the next topic is like, you also got to think about that when people might come at you with criticism or asking you to change something or improve in some, on, on any process or song or podcast, anything that you're working on, you that might also be because those people feel like you can do a lot better and a lot more than you're doing. Like they have, a lot of people have more belief in you than you have in yourself. And they exactly. say, no, you know what? You came out with this podcast. I feel like you can put a way better episode, work on it. And, right, and, and we you do. Need, yeah, and you need people to sit there and tell you, you know what, I can. Like, that's the whole thing with me, like, eating better and working out. I was beating myself up because I was really bad with, you know, feeling horrible about my image. And then Annie said, look, you can run. I know you can do it. You can eat better. You just got to try. Look, she went and caught me a pair of $100-some-dollar running shoes. Right. Because <clears throat> I needed some. I'm going to get you. I believe in you. I'm going to buy you some shoes. You're going to start running. And I've been doing it every day because you need somebody to sit there and say, right. I believe you can do this. And it's funny because, because we don't know that. how to do that sometimes. And it's funny because um, I always complain about my way and I always complain about, you know, things. And my partner was like, hey, if you feel this kind of way, make some changes such as these. Yeah, you know? don't and, think about what and, everybody else feels right. about you. Because and, it's, and it's true. It's like you said, we need someone to kind of, you know, do this and say, listen, homie, like you've been complaining about this for a little bit. Here are the options that you have yeah, to you change Yeah, do something life. about it or not. Right. And, and I, that's, that's the thing because people... You know, as our partners that really love us, not just because they're supposed to say, you'll always be attractive to me or you'll always look good to me, is because when they love you, when somebody loves you, like our partners love us, they'll think, they'll, they'll see ourselves beautiful and attractive no right. matter what we look like. But they recognize that we don't see ourselves like that. And they see, okay, no matter how many times I tell you you're good looking and everything, your brain's not going to let you believe that. So what do we need to do for you to get yourself to that? Right, and like they say, the best love is self-love. If yeah. you, I, I think it's a beautiful thing when you are in a relationship um, or you're in a friendship. To me, seeing my friends happy truly makes me glow. Yeah, and, and you know, motivating. Exactly, and again, like I, you know, shout out my best friend, Asandra. It's the same with her. And she, you know, I would never understand why she would get so happy if something good would happen to me. Mm-hmm. And it was because... The, the things that she tried to say, hey, listen, maybe you should work on this, and she saw that coming true, and I didn't take it in a way that mm-hmm. it was being offensive, but I needed to hear yeah. those things in order for me to move forward, and I think that's it's the same with everybody. So when, yeah. like you said, your friend made that thing, and it, it wasn't that good, and you were like, oh, okay, whatever, you weren't saying it in a way to say you should stop doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. because look at all these celebrities who... They made shit-ass movies. They made shit records. They have people saying, listen, you could have done much better than that. And mm-hmm. guess what? They turned around and they did it. Yeah, a great example is him. Not to keep talking about Eminem, but right. he was killed for revival. He came, up with, he came up with Kamikaze and said, I'm not overthinking this one. It was an amazing album. Then he came up with uh, Music to be Murdered by another album. He needed, he needed that criticism. He needed that as fuel. Sometimes we need that as fuel to that. And, and, and like, you know, speaking about, you know, the topic of our appearances, you know, we, unfortunately, our brains have something in, in it that don't like us to, to perceive ourselves the way other we people do. We don't want do. to see ourselves happy. Yeah. 
are, are happy or content with our parents or, or it's body where dysmorphia. we're at in life. Yeah. So body, yeah. and, and I want to say, you know, so everybody that follows me on, on Instagram, you know, I'll post a little, I don't want to say thirst trap, but I'll post, you know, a self-image photo. And for the longest time, I would look at myself and I would think I was so disgusting. And I mean, it comes with the background of like my, my home life and the way that I grew up and then how I jumped into relationships only for um, instant gratification. Mm -hmm. So that created a, a very poor image of myself. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is going to sound really shitty. Until last year, I really didn't believe in the concept of body dysmorphia. I thought that was for more of people that were dealing with like anorexia. Like bulimia. a more extreme case of it. Right. That's how I saw it too. Like, yes. not that I didn't believe it, but I kind of saw like, no, that's not me because exactly. I'm not, you know, I'm not in that position that unfortunate people are in that, you know? Yeah, because it's so a I was like, I can't, I'm not going to, I felt like I was kind of, if I, if I, if I even brought up the fact that I thought I had that, I was kind of more like, oh, I just want people to feel sorry for me because there are people dealing with it way worse things than I am. Right. So they're the ones that get, that can say they have body dysmorphia or all that kind of stuff. Like, no, it's not what it is. There there's right. extreme cases or mild cases of it and, and, you know. And everybody's allowed to have those different, uh, yeah. you know, the, be on that different spectrum. And I think one of the biggest things for me was you know, like you said, I would be like, okay, well, this is an extreme case, and then this is, like, mild. And I think, like, there are times where I would look at myself in the mirror, and I was, I would just instantly feel like vomiting, because I just didn't, and it it really made me sick to the point where I couldn't even go to work. Yeah. I would call out of work, yeah. uh, because I was just so disgusted with myself. Or, you know, eating food, I would have a bite of something, and immediately I would feel mm -hmm. like I should have never done that, because now my stomach is going to be bloated. You know what I mean? Um, and I think a lot of people... It's a huge thing for people. It is. And you see people Especially posting now. selfies. And now with social media, there is so much more pressure for you, for people to maintain a certain type of body image, to compete with everybody else who looks better than you, who works out, who has a six-pack, who has great, who doesn't have to worry about what they wear because they look good and everything. There's like all this pressure. And, and, and that's another thing is like I feel like a lot of people don't feel like men are allowed to feel that way. Like, not nah, fam. Like, what? Yes. Like, why not? Well, there it is. Because you know what? What you're saying, I was just talking to someone about this yesterday and saying that when it comes to physical appearance, I feel like it, it's it's a lost concept that men actually have feelings. And I think mm -hmm. we're in this culture of we hate men. And I think that happening is what causes men to also yeah. feel like they cannot have phys – they can't have, like, physical problems. They can't have issues yeah. like women have 100%, because for, for a while there was – a time where lately in the last few years where women were starting to get their strength back and it was beautiful and they're like okay you know what it's our time for us to make you know be allowed to be beautiful and express ourselves and men had a lot to do with the fact that women felt like shit for a while yes and I, I was i'm all for that but then i think it became an extreme case where it got pushed too far sometimes with some people it got pushed too far and now like okay now instead of you know you giving yourself the credit and the flowers that you believe and, and just letting it be, you're not trying to tear down men the same way you were tore down. It's like, I just don't believe in the eye for an eye kind of See, shit. And You I, know what I'm saying? It's like, there's ways for you to address and I'm on issues. The total, and I'm on the total opposite side of that because I feel like as a woman, um, I think when we think about oppression, no matter what women do, we're vilified in oh, the yeah, public. Always, so for sure. say, you know, when I was single, I was doing my thing. I was, I was not concerned about oh, I'm loyal or favorable to one person. I was out here doing my thing. And Which I would totally get criticized fine. for right, it right. versus if a man If a man it, does it, you're the man. Right. Yeah, so I think thing, yeah. when we talk about, you know, uh, that whole thing, I think it should be a 
person thing. I think that people need to look at each other, like say this is men and this is women. We really need to figure out that both sides have trauma yeah. that make them the way that they are. And they need to be built up together. It, right, and I feel other. like, but like you said, men have contributed a lot to the downfall of women. Oh, because for sure, and they still do. And, they, and it's the same thing, but I think at the same time, we have, we have brothers, we have best friends that are men, we have you know uncles and whatever, and it's okay to realize that men struggle with their identity as well. You know, like, and that's another thing. Us coming from from cultures that we come from, right? It's even more looked down on for men to go through shit, to to cry, to cry, or to, to say, feel... you know, I feel uh, overweight. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You... oh no, suck it the fuck up. We're being a little bitch. Exactly, and and you're that's not, a... you're not allowed to feel that way. Because... And and you know what? I've even noticed, like, we were. I was just talking about this. The it's the like you said, it's the culture. I've noticed that American men are more open with, and when I say American, I mean like white men, mm-hmm. Caucasians. They are more open with their families to say I'm depressed or I need rehab. And it's taken more seriously. It's right, but when someone of a, you know a brown person, I say brown because Hispanics are brown as well. Mm-hmm. And not for me, <laughs> yes, not for you, white as hell. <laughs> um, you know, when I say that, and I've watched people of my you know descent of my race be literally straight up said, you are not depressed because you have a home to live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and talking to men that way, or basically if a man in the family would say, hey, listen, I'm going through something, like you said, shut up, no, man not, up yeah, about it, yeah. and you know, take care of what you have to take care of. I Versus was... women, it's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, you of course you're going through this because you're a woman, it's your hormones. Men have all those things. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like, oh yeah, with women... You know, at certain age, they go through menopause, so they have to be more... Oh, you never heard of enteropause, which is the menopause for men? We go through the same shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Men go through a lot of shit with pregnancies as, as, as women do. Not saying the same way. I can't say that I felt... But they I'm also have stress. They have anxiety. Yeah. You know, it's like... The weight gain. All that... Some of that shit is also... Because men. you're with your partner and you're connecting as mm-hmm. one. And it, it's... People think and that I it's feel stupid. Like I feel like in some, in some cases, you should. Yeah. Kind of go through that shit with your partner. If you're really that connected, if you're really that for it, you should. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's things that Annie had to give up, and I said, okay, I'm going to give them up with you because it's not fair that I get to enjoy the shit that you wish you could right. have. And, and you can't. That's sweet. And, you know, so that's it's like, really sweet. It, it's just, I feel like that's something that it should be. But I was always, I was raised with, you know, when I was going through shit or I ever felt upset or not good enough or just not whatever, attractive, anything. I grew up with the whole thing. I was like, oh, but yeah, you know what? There are people out there who have it worse than you. There are people out there who are homeless. There are people out there That's who, their favorite line. who have no families and you're complaining about this. Like, okay, so does that mean that my shit doesn't matter because That's somebody else is line, worse though. than you? Right. Because then you can say that shit to somebody else who has it worse than me. Like, oh, oh, your parents, you beat you. This person has no parents. So it just, it's just like a never-ending downward effect. You can't you And can't that's a do cycle that. that we have grown up in. And it, for it, me, it, I could it's say, awful. It's you toxic. know, as me being a, a Haitian-American, I would go to see family members and they'd be like, oh, wow, you've gained a lot of weight. Same. Oh, wow, that shirt is really tight on you. So as a woman, it was like, okay, now I have to stop eating. Um, I have to do X, Y, Z because um, this person made a comment. And I think that lasts with you for a long time. So we all these things that have happened to us in our environment, it gives us this body dysmorphia, this complex that we have to be 120 to be attractive. Mm-hmm. We have to have a six pack. And let me tell you something. Me at 120 would look like a straight up crackhead. I would look like I, you know, met for lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And he was saying the same shit. Like when I was like the whole weight loss and she was kind of, we're talking about it. It's like, okay, so how much do you want to lose? And I said, okay, I'm so-and-so right now. I want to lose this much. She was like, are you? No, you're going to look like fucking sick if you do. You don't need to right. lose that much weight. 
I don't understand why you think you have to lose that much, but if you only lose this much, you're gonna be perfect. And I was like, you know what? That's you know that's true. And but like, yeah, the same thing with my family. They're always like, if you know, when I moved out and I would come over after a while, oh my god, why well, you you gained so much weight? What are you eating? Like, right? You don't and, need to. Why are you saying that? And it's funny because because then know, you say it to them, and then like you're so disrespectful. Like I would say the same shit to my mom. After a while, she would like say, you know, she would be saying, oh look, I don't uh, uh you've gained weight. You 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 uh. You're, you're, you know, you're getting away. You're kind of fat, so and so. And now you're supposed right. to just sit. You're supposed to sit there and take it. If you, if I ever said to my mom, "Mom, you're fat," and someone's, "Oh, we're well, so disrespectful. You fucking, why do you talk to me the way you talk to me?" There's, you know, you who raised you like that. You know what I'm saying? It was, they, they, when it was done to them, when the said, when some of the shit that our family and and people say to us, uh, said to them, they, they realized they, yeah, and they realized how fucking how disrespectful and how rude and hurtful it is. But exactly. it's coming out of their mouths. They don't realize they it. They don't. Now. And I told my mom a, a while back, and you know, and I was like, look, I know I've gained weight because like when I was playing soccer, I was a little fit-ish because I had to be. And then but, I, I broke my foot and I couldn't work out. So I gained weight and she's like, look, and I was like, look, mom, what do you want me to do? I can't literally Gain, you know, lose weight. I can't work out. And, and I feel like, it's let me like, just be honest with you, like, unless you look like you're dying, there is literally no reason for anyone to say anything like that to you. 100%. And like you said, that's my favorite part about being cultural. And I feel like Caucasian people don't get this. If we were ever to say something to our parents that they felt like, oh, this person's being smart with me, they would literally punch us in our faces or One, exile us from the family. Yo, I really look pretty in this picture. That's you're annoying. That's kind of depressing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, this is my thing is, it's funny because my mother-in-law, um, she, I said something and I said, oh, I'm 200 pounds. And she was like, oh my God, you don't look like you're 200 pounds. And it's like, first of all, it it doesn't matter what I look like because for one, I could literally lift a grown man off the ground. Mm -hmm. And for two, it's like, just because you hear these numbers, like I would always say to myself, okay, 200 means I'm, I'm morbidly obese. And for my, for the way that I work out and for the way that I, that I eat and that I, you know, exercise, that's normal to me. And it's taken me literally almost what I'm going to, I'm 27. It's taken me like 10 years to realize that. That I'm, I don't need to, to look a certain way. I need to be healthy. I yeah, need because to... if you, if, unless you're doing, and that's another thing that me and Annie were talking about yesterday because I was like, fuck, I can't really have a cheat day because then I'm going to I'm gonna gain all the weight back that I lost. And, this and, that. and then she's kind of like, look, you're not really doing this the healthiest way. Like a healthy way is you're supposed to lose like a pound or two a week. You lost right. six in a week. You're not eating enough. I'm like, yeah, I am, I'm not, I am. But like, I really sat down and thought about it. I'm like, no, that's right. Because then the problem is like, if I'm going that extreme about it, first of all, it's not healthy. And second of all, the day, the, the second or the week or so that I do slip up, all the progress is going to regress. It's and gone. Then I'm gonna, and I'm going to fucking feel like shit about myself. Like, goddamn. And you have to give yourself every time. Day. And you yeah. have to, and I it's think- just that I'm so impatient that I'm like, no, I need to look this way now. I need to lose this much pounds now. Like, you don't. There's, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, like, be real. Unless you're on coke or just <laughs> literally starving yourself to death, you're not going to fucking shave the pounds off like that in a, in a healthy way. Everything takes hard work. And that's work. another thing. It takes hard work. It takes patience. It takes a healthy way of doing it for you, you know, and, and then you'll get there. And that's another thing. Like I like I said, I was kind of proud with how much progress I made, but then Annie kind of said, yo, but you need to kind of relax a little bit. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So it just, And again, that kind of rolls back to people telling us, healthy criticism yeah, and yeah. the thing because honestly if you're saying you want to lose weight and then you start eating like trash you're really being trash out here because you're not giving yourself that mm-hmm. time to um you know to grow and to get and to be healthy so i and think and a lot of times you don't really recognize that you're doing something exactly. you shouldn't be doing until you get somebody else's perspective and say look 
kind of worried about you. You're not eating enough. All you're having is fucking yogurt for breakfast and lunch. <laughs> you go from, you know, and then sometimes you get sick. Like, if you go from eating fast food every day and pizza and all this shit to just... It messes up your digestive yeah, system. your body's your like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck are you doing to me, bro? Like, And a lot of people me? have, and then, yeah, and I mean, totally off topic, but a lot of people um, with starting these crazy fat diets and doing these crazy the things. The keto and all that because our, Yeah, because your brain is, is thinking, okay, I have to do X, Y, Z. You can literally make yourself sick. So I think, you know, on this topic, just to kind of end on a light note, if you feel so disgusted by yourself, it, it's really time for you to see a therapist. Yeah. It's really time for you so to talk to someone. Need help. And, and there's no reason to be ashamed of that. At all. So, I've, been, I've, seen, I've seen therapists. I love I've seen therapists. I haven't I, seen them anymore because... I, you know, at the moment, there's money going into other ways, but I like to. But there's no shame in that. There's no shame in you addressing right. your mental health and wanting to be okay because you're not going to be happy. You're not going to love yourself and you're not going to love other people until you learn to get back into being happy right. and having that self-love internally that you need to, to have. Speaking of self-love, I kind of wanted to talk about this topic because we kind of got mixed up here. So friendship breakups. Um... If you guys follow me on Twitter, you know I'm very vocal about loving my friends. I love to yeah. praise them. I comment on all their pictures, like everything. Um, fr- being Having a solid friendship is a great feeling. It is. But then there comes a point in time rare. where... It is. And then there comes a point in time where you have to say, hey, you know what? I can't do this. And I'm going to use this as an example. Um, a couple years ago, I was friends with this person for over... We've been friends since I was in uh, middle school. And we... Cre- you know, friends create this this way of talking, this way of, of um, being with each other. Like you said, you and your friend, you know, the way that you spoke to each other was kind of like harsh in a sense of someone else looking into mm-hmm. that. So I remember so this, right. I remember this specific moment where I had gained a lot of weight. I was like literally like 400 pounds. And I remember just eating meatballs and it sounds so stupid. I was eating these meatballs and my friend looked at me and said, um, you're already fat. Why do you keep putting food in your mouth? Shit. And you know, I let it. I let it go. But here's the thing: friends don't talk to each other that way. They don't. And, and I, I think at the time when you hear that, you kind of want to. You want to believe that they're saying that in a nice, in a nice way. They're way. looking out for the best, best of you. But they're no. Because that's like how you guys speak to each right, other. Right, but, but no. And it's like as we got older, I noticed these patterns um, where something and friends get into little, you know, little disagreements, little arguments. But I would notice that every time we got into these arguments, it just became more toxic as it progressed. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where we all reached an age and we were like, hey, this is kind of yeah, getting a little bit serious, yeah, yeah. right? Getting a little bit serious. So I felt that at the time of this happening, it was just time to kind of say, you know what? We've had a good run. I love you to death. I'll always be rooting for you, but we need some space. And sometimes that space is a year. Sometimes that space is a couple months. But it can but be we forever. Just, yeah, and we just and for us, it's been over two years, and we needed that space. Yeah. Um. I think, but but it did hurt. I'm more into like of a course, relationship because you would look at something and think, oh, me and so and so used to do that yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to tag them or anything like and that. Exactly. But you also got to think about the fact that these these people, this person that that you know. You need to kind of take a break from it, push out of your life, at least for the time being. Right. Sometimes they're not recognizing what they're doing wrong. And right. there is no way for you to, for you to, you know, make them see that, make them perceive shit from your point of view. They're just, they, they, they refuse to do it. So like you said, sometimes it's best to just kind of walk away and say, all right, look, you know, I'm not going to change you. I don't want to change you. You obviously not understanding where I'm coming from, why so-and-so offended me and it hurt me so i think it's best me and you just do our own thing right until you can kind of realize 
what happened or we can grow out of it or, you know, whatever. And, and we both, you know, and I know you and I were talking privately a couple of days ago. We both have experience in that where we yeah. have these friendships that, you know, it, it can't be one-sided. Yeah. Um, it can't be like you trying to keep it together. It's like a really, it's like a literal relationship. Yeah, especially it's, when they make it seem like you're the one going wrong at it. And I think that's the thing is nobody wants to take responsibility yeah. and say, hey, you know what? I may have messed up. Uh, can we try to talk about it? And I feel like for you and I, that's been like the biggest thing is nobody wants to take and responsibility. Yeah. And I, if I've done something stupid, I will 100% take responsibility for it yeah. and, and try to fix it. Tell me too. And, and yeah, you're exactly like me. Yeah. But it's not everybody. And I think it's our, I don't know if it's our generation, but it's just friendships aren't lasting like they used to and i think no, no. which is not it's not a bad thing you don't need to be friends with someone forever no but, and there's a lot of factors that that and there's and there's no respect but there's no respect there's i feel no. like you know like i said if she you, if she was saying it in a in a positive way to say listen you've been eating a little bit more yeah. try to slow it down because i'm kind of worried about you mm -hmm. the fact that she said it the way that she did was really kind of the, the beginning of the end. Oh yeah, for um, sure. And then I, like we were talking, I had, I felt this need to go and lose all this weight. So I lost like 77 pounds, kept going, kept going. And then I ended up looking sick, mm. but it, I was trying to subconsciously please her because yeah, she yeah. said, Prove them wrong. Like, oh, right, yeah, look, I because she said I, I shouldn't be eating. So I think friendship breakups, really people don't understand how much that shit hurts. It's worse. Um, I, I, I'm willing to say that when it's a friendship breakup with a real friend, I, it, that shit's, Affects you and hurts you more than a relationship. Boom, boom, there it is. Because, because there's a person that's been there for you while you broke up with people, while you went through this bullshit. Right. And now you Babies, look at these marriages. Right. And now you look for that addictions. person and they're there and you're like, fuck, who do I go to? This was a person that I trusted with everything. Right. Who do I talk to and, now? And not only that, and you have to think about like, is this person going to air out some shit? I was shit? just about to say that. You and another thing is, and that's something that I've kind of started to do when I start meeting new people, is I think to myself, does this person have the type of, um, character personality that if i tell them something right confidence, and you become reserved because of it exactly and then it seems like you're being cold and you're being hard but yeah. i've been in situations where i've been friends with people and the moment we stop being friends they're out there telling my business mm -hmm. versus oh, me too i mean if i stop being friends with someone i'm like i don't know you never existed. yeah yeah and that's There's a lot no with our memories i'm the kind of person that if you tell me things things in confidence and you don't want to share it out there's a big reason for that and i'm not going to violate that i have right. no reason i have no there's no i just i fail to understand the reasoning behind that. What That's kind what of personal gain you get from airing people shit out that there's a, obviously strong reasons and feelings behind them not wanting other people to find out exactly. and trusting you enough to tell you and say, I'm gonna tell you this, I don't want, I trust you because I'm telling you this because I know you'll never tell anybody else. And then you somebody, that to me, that's the version of, the version of somebody cheating on you in a relationship. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like being cheated on a friendship when somebody, airs your shit out and or go talks behind your back and i think it's valid for you to say too that it's almost as um hurtful as a romantic relationship because i mean everything you said was just like extremely perfect is you can't it, it's really scary to think that you'll be friends with someone and then something goes wrong because yeah. friendships and for all different types of reasons yeah, and friends are the people who friends exist for a reason friends exist for the fact that there are things you can't confide in with family Exactly. In relationships sometimes. Right. Unless you're yeah. with somebody who you 100% trust. And, and I think... Which doesn't really happen for a lot of people. It happens, it's happening for us and it's beautiful. Right. But a lot of people aren't with somebody they can 100% be comfortably enough to say, yo, my past something so-and-so happened to me. Let me tell you about it. Right. And your family is going to judge you. 
and, and, or you feel like they will. So you have your friends. And that's your outlet. You know I mean? And I feel like as children, that, you know, we grow up with these friends and we grow up with them going through a lot of things with us. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, as we get older, you know, this happens. And I think that for me, that was a topic I really wanted to just brush on because I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it happen so much. Me too. And, too much. Uh, and it's really sad because like you said, some people don't have um, spouses that they can turn to our, our supportive family. Mm -hmm. So they, they utilize their they friends. They feel judged. Right. So they utilize their friends for that. And it's a mutual relationship. Yeah. It's like, you're there for me and I'm there for you. Because you look at your friend as the one person who will never judge you no matter what you do. If you wake up and say, hey, uh, yesterday I, you know, like for example, one of my examples, we'll use me as an example. Uh, if I hit one of my good friends up and say, dude, look, man, yesterday I relapse and I smoked a pack of cigarettes that I haven't done in forever. Right. You expect that person to be like, man, it's all right. We all slip up. You just got to start over. You got this. Right. Versus Anybody else like, oh, what the fuck? Why are you smoking? That's so bad for you. You're weak. And, and I can't believe you. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's how this specific person was to me. It would be like, hey, I hung out with so-and-so after I thought I wasn't going to hang out with them. And then it was just like, boom, an automatic shit, uh, shit on me show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, again, I just feel like that type of hurt it's really hard. It's really hard to get through. So, um, and it puts a, it puts a, a it builds up a wall with friendship, for you as just a like with relationship. For you're hurt, and you meet somebody, you're like, well, I don't know if I can really trust you because so and so hurt me. Like, it's the same thing with a friendship. Same exact same thing. thing. It's not worse because that's somebody who's been with you way longer than a relationship. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, so I agree for sure. Um, so with that topic, let's keep going with this friendship thing. So okay, this is a this is, this is like absolutely. This it's like absolutely insane to me the the amount of people that I've had to delete off social media. And I say that because there are just some things I don't want to see. And I don't mm -hmm. want to change the perspective of someone that I care about because of dumb shit they're posting right. online. Right, and because, it's not your right to. Because I post dumb shit. Yeah. I can't tell you how many uh, posts I've made about WAP. So somebody may not want to see that. Yeah. And if they want to unfollow me, they can go ahead and do right. that. And but it gets to, right the, to But here's the thing. We got to draw a line between um, stupid shit and hurtful shit. Mm -hmm. And I think and I think a lot of this political is more hurtful than it is knowledgeable yeah. or or nonchalant. So, I'm not going to say no names because uh, I'm trying to be I'm trying to get right with the Lord. That's but, how we get to the next level though, Jim. That's but, how we, this is how we. I mean, some people I just want someone to just come out and say the N-word already. Just come out and say I'm a racist already instead of thinking to yourself that you're so you know, posting the these sublists, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, these little subs. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's when it gets to the point where I, I will delete people for th they're posting stupid political things. Like, number one thing, why do y'all talk about Hillary so much? Leave that old lady alone. We understand that she did some stupid shit. She's not shit. even running. She's not doing nothing. Leave her alone. You know how many it. times I get on Facebook and these old people that, I, that I'm friends with, all they do is all day long post about... Um, and Obama. Oh God! Jesus Leave these Christ. people alone. Move on. But if they feel the need, they're compelled to get on social media and be like, "Did you know that the Russians be stealing the the, the cokes from the place?" We don't care. We don't care. We don't and you care. Don't have, if you, that's why I've been making those posts that you said, like that you've seen. I'm sure where I say, like, "Yo, I didn't realize so many of my friends on Facebook got political degrees and all this type bullshit." Right. Like you don't. So don't talk about it unless you really know. You're jaded. You're you're posting shit from one side ah, without without really knowing. I'm gonna say a name. Last week, this hey. girl. Last week, this girl, Rachel, and, and, I, and I would like to speak to her because she really something is really wrong with this. Now we're really potting. So she posted something about OnlyFans, and I know that I have an OnlyFans. I fuck with that shit. Jemmy M, find me on there. Um, but I got one to get a PS Five. It's not working out. But she posted, 
that she doesn't have respect for women who have OnlyFans. And, you know, her male wouldn't like that. Number one, I'm going to say fuck you. That's my fuck you of the week is hey. fuck this bitch. Because, and then she went on to say, I was raped. Okay, you're not the only person that was raped. I feel bad for you. That hurts. But that's not an excuse to make the next woman feel like shit time provide What does that kid. even have to do with OnlyFans? Exactly. Are if, you being, you're not being forced to make an OnlyFans. No one asked you to. nothing to fucking do with it. No one asked you to do a single thing about thing, OnlyFans. No. So she went, and I've been friends with her since high school. So I felt to myself, you know, I'm going to delete her. Because I felt like the stuff that she posts, for one, is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. She's acting like she's a real estate mogul after like a year of being a real estate <laughs> agent. And Never sold she, a house in her life. And she gets on here, and she just blatantly disrespects people no. and then says this is my personal favorite i'm just honest no you're just fucking no, ignorant you're, you're, you're ignorant not. because you know i have a friend that i love with all my heart her man walked out on her left her with three kids you know what she got a nice ass body so let me go ahead and do this for a little bit yeah. homegirl was able to get christmas gifts for her kids without you, that what she can't shame she, just, you can't you, you shame if it's going sex through. work i guess is what we would call it sex work Why shame? It, it is work. work it's work thank you you don't think like here's the thing i don't my thing is, people don't understand the courage it takes for somebody to be in a cam in front of a camera, in front of strangers, in front of a lot of times perv nasty people, and still do it yeah. because they haven't. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's the there's the courage people don't understand. Like, you know, and and here's the thing: if you don't need to do it, good for you. I'm happy. I'm happy. Mom, whatever, mommy and daddy pay for your shit. Whatever, you got a job. If you don't need to do it, that's cool. But that's not one. Does not doesn't give you the right to shame people who do have to do it. Right. It goes back to a conversation about religion and 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 vegan or bullshit. That oh, I I'm a Christian. Oh, you are you you ain't shit. You're going to hell because you're not. There's you no don't know reason. Where you're going. There's no reason to there's there's no reason to shame anybody for not having the same beliefs that you have. Exactly. We don't do it. We just delete people, like you said. Exactly. I'm not gonna go off in you because it's a waste of time. Let me just delete Thank you. Thank you. You look stupid yourself. And if I want to show my titties to the world, guess what? I'm gonna show my titties because y'all showing it for free, and I'm getting I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. And the fact that she tried to shame people, but you know, like you said, some people aren't as strong as others, and yeah. we can't handle certain things. Yeah. So she wasn't hurting my feelings, but what she was doing was the fact that she was hurting other people exactly. with her ignorance. Make and that's when you gotta get yes, and that's when you gotta get deleted, right? And that's when you gotta get deleted. And I feel like in certain certain situations, I can delete you and still fuck with you in the real world. But when it comes to social media, and I'm waking up in the morning, it's like checking the paper, and I see you early in the morning, so I know for some dumb bullshit. Yeah, Guess like what? Nah, you out of here, sweetie. Now. That's, that's it. Wrap it up. That's too much. And I've had people do that to me. Surpri I've had oh, people, for sure. I've had people delete me because of shit I posted. Like and I, said, I wasn't a and I, okay. You don't like what I see. Like I said, we were talking about last episode when I said I've noticed people deleting me because. Maybe I post too much shit about being happy. You have every right to. I'm not going to message you. Hey, why'd you delete me? Because at the end of the day, those are not the kind of people I want in my social media exactly. in my life at or all. In your you, life. you know what I'm saying? But that's that's you have every right to. But what you're not going to do is is shame for people. Shame people for not number one believing what you believe, uh, not doing what you do, or because you're too happy and you're you know you're sitting at home you're fucking wishing that you had what anybody else has or right. wishing that you had the courage or the looks. To be in front of a camera, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Those are the kind of people they're insecure. Exactly. And or they're insecure, or they're too controlled, and say, "Oh, my my man would beat my ass if I did that." Like, no. Right. So I think you know, to me on that topic, I think that is so normal and and to delete people. And I feel like even in real life, like sometimes I say out loud, "I wish I could delete people in real life," because it's just like. You know, yeah. you have people in your life that they can't help being negative. They can't help being... And that's the things that they're going through. At some point, maybe they won't be like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, for us, I mean, for me speaking, I don't know about you, but 
I truly just like you said, I don't want to argue with people about no, stuff. That's not. I don't. I don't have the energy for it. I don't, and it's like I when I get on social media and I see your post with Annie and the sweet things you're saying. I, that's what I want to see. I want to see happiness. I want to see that, that's purity. That's how I. That, that I. I feel like I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel like that's how I run my social media, my Facebook. I especially now when there's so much negativity, there's so much bullshit going on in the world. I post. I'm either posting shit that I think is funny. Or shit about me and Annie that's happy because I feel like people one people who are in their right minds or people who are supportive want to laugh at something right. or want to see something happy in the time instead of like oh more people die from the corona oh we got a hurricane oh the fucking elections oh Trump did so and so like we've seen enough of that shit right every day so it's like my my thing is like I'm gonna pull something different I want to make people laugh I want to make people this is another reason why I like recording this because I like people hearing something good and us addressing negativity yeah, cause we and talk making about, it positive you know what I'm saying and, like, we, and we talk about everything and I feel like you know we're human beings and sometimes some of the topics that we we talk about may offend people yeah. um, or may, and, and if you don't like our podcast don't listen to it um, and that's the same thing. Yeah, it goes along it, with this it. topic. You, yeah. We're talking about you nobody's know, forcing you. Nobody. I'm not even gonna listen. It's not like it's not like Red Circle notifies me who is and who isn't fucking with my social my, with our right. podcast. It just says this many people fuck with it. That's cool. So if you don't feel like this is for you, you have every right to feel that way. And, you have and, no taste because that shit is dope. And honestly, but. I'm just gonna say this full circle. Even aside from deleting friends due to different political views, you are allowed to remove people from your life that no longer fit your spiritual, emotional needs. Mm -hmm. You are allowed to say, you know what, Sandra, you've been doing a lot of this clapping on social media. You've been acting real clapping. crazy at the mar at the market when we go and shop. We don't need to be friends no more. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. I truly feel like we have this thing in our brains where we have to please everyone and we have to be friends with Uncle Joe who be calling yeah. people the N-word, but yeah. that's my Uncle Joe. No, 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 Uncle Joe can get gone. So it's like we need yeah. to really, really. We need to distance ourselves from people who aren't contributing to our growth. That's it. That's the way to put it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Especially at our age where we are. We're too old for this shit now. Yeah, this we is are. Not high we're starting. Anymore. You know, we're building a family. We're building a life. We're building a future for our kids. You about to have two damn kids. Two. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I was the baby shower today, which was dope. It was my uh, Annie's best friend's Kayla's baby shower, and it just made me so much more excited about like. Our baby shower. Well, how does it feel to have to drive from North Carolina for a baby shower, Jen? I'm so sorry. You oh, wait a minute. You it's in October. Uh, yes. Also, I will do anything for y'all. I know so you that's, would. I, know, I, would. I, know I you literally would. would. I have no so doubt. that's on my list to come to come back because I love you guys. Like, it's just exciting, are... you know. But 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 like it just goes back to saying like we have no reason to keep negative now people cry. in our lives. Gosh. You yes. Yeah, we, we no really don't. And I feel like people have this thing where they, they're obsessed with having like 9 million friends and obsessed with, you know what? I read I, something, speaking of the amount of friends and something, I don't mean to cut you off, but a while back, and I think, I believe Canada was trying it out, Instagram was doing a trial with an update where they were removing the amount of followers <laughs> and likes on people's social media. And I think that's great because I think that when people post, like, let's say, for example, a girl that you follow posts a selfie. Right. And she gets 20,000 likes. Right. Subconsciously, you want to put a like that's going to get the same amount of love. Right. Again, I mean, post a selfie, right? And when you don't, you kind of beat yourself up over it. Like, damn. Feelings be hurt as hell. I'm obviously not as good looking as he is or she is because he got... 6,000 likes I only got I got like negative 3 like people deleted me you know right, what I'm saying right. so I feel like that is a good I think it's a really good thing that if Instagram does it to kind of 
relieve some of that pressure that social media puts on people to look a certain way because so and so because all these you know social media influencers and all these models and all these rappers and artists look beautiful and so and so and you don't it's like i feel like it's a good thing and the same with the followers like i don't understand the, the reason why people need to have thousands of followers and, and, and i think it's, and like, also, it's cool it's a cool thing and, and it also like, i think reverts back to like that whole how our brains yeah. perceive things yeah. and i feel like the higher the number the higher the self-esteem. Exactly. Um, and Black Mirror had touched on that. That's you know, such a cool like show. Yeah. it's all oh, that one episode. Yes, when yeah. our phone kept going yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because that's really true. And I, and this is gonna sound really like she stupid. had to be like she she could only get into the society if she had this amount of likes yes. and follows. Yeah. Yes. So that was really I like that show. And honestly, that was that's pretty much what this is. Yeah. And, you and that's know, what it's turning to. And, and it's like again, you know, like I said, and like you said, if somebody's not contributing to your growth, the pressure um, to have the blue fucking check mark next to your name is nasty. I don't understand. It is, and I feel like for people, it's like if that's what your aspiration is to be, then more power to you. But I think for other people, I think we also need to, to look at it in different ways. You're allowed to want to be by yourself. You're allowed to want to have three close friends. You're allowed to want to have fifteen thousand close friends, but. In that same sentence, give everyone the respect that they deserve exactly. to make their own that's decision. All, that's what it takes. And It'll I think, hurt, but it's okay. Yeah. I think, um, touching back a little bit on the Instagram thing I was just thinking about, it's like, all this like social media influencers and models, like, these people get paid for yeah. the likes. Yeah. Like, for example... It's their job. Cristiano Ronaldo, he's a soccer player, yeah. I'm sure you know. He makes more money from posting a picture on Instagram than he does by getting paid by his team. Are you, are you serious? I swear to God, you can look it up. He makes like I think it said forty million something dollars a year from wow. from making from his soccer game, mm-hmm. his soccer team, and all that shit. From posting one picture on Instagram, he makes uh, forty six point something. Wow. So the thing is like that brings me to my thing is that a lot of these people, a lot of the social media influencers that don't have any other outlet for talent, they're worried about their likes amount of likes and follows being taken off of Instagram because now they really got to find shit to be talented in to right. be endorsed by this brand you know what I'm right, saying so exactly. like going from oh I'm endorsing you and sponsoring you because you have 6 million followers to now I'm endorsing you because you can do this because you can hoop because you can play soccer because right. you can sing you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. it and also way to me it's like a positive thing because it really brings out the the pressure of people having to really show their talent and exactly. now like I'm only getting paid because I have all these followers. And, and I'm not I even trying to be way. funny. You know what but what like, I'm not trying to be funny, but on social media, if I see one more white girl swinging her arms to the side, I, I'm I'm gonna cancel the app. What does that um, mean? I mean, th- doing this thing and the, all this, the all this <laughs> dumb crazy stuff. All the dances and shit. Uh, yeah, and I'm yeah. thinking, of, and you know what? More power to them. But it's like again, these people literally wake up and that's their job. It's to like get on social media and twist their arms do all this dumb shit, mm-hmm. and then it's like we're aspiring to be those people. Like, nah, homie, I gotta go to work. No, I, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta be out here with this W two. Like, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go put this fucking cable harnesses for this helicopter before. <laughs> exactly. You, know. you so, go ahead and swing your arms around. I'm and cool. honestly, that's like one of my things I, I want to I don't want to say I've deleted but I just stopped following them I mean it's stupid if I want to get on TikTok and laugh at something I'm gonna get on there but I'm not gonna sit here and really be and some of the shit isn't I enjoy some of the shit it makes you laugh it's, it's funny it's but you I, know things you look at like I'm having a bad day I'm in a bad mood let me go on this and laugh at some shit cool Right, but, but I feel like, you know, I have friends that all day long, all they post is, oh, I want to do this TikTok. I got to delete you, fam, because you're 25 years old and it's your main a, goal. Let's family. Your, your main goal is to be a TikTok. I don't have time for that. Make kids, not TikToks. Well, I like <laughs> oh that. God. I like that. Um, but yeah, and we're not trying to be assholes. Like no, that. we're not shaming that. anybody for anything. It's just that our point of view is different. And, we're, and it's we're okay a different to have age. that view. I'm, I'm fucking, in 51 days, I'm 30, Jim. Are you 51 serious? days, yeah. 
Damn, you're going to have to let 12. me know if that shit hurt or not. It hurts already. <laughs> That's why I, I run and I'm like, yep, I'm 30. Almost. Um, so it's just that our mentalities are leading in a whole different way. We have families. You're moving because you want better for your family. You want a new environment, start over, and we need that. Yeah, we need we're to. We're not into the whole, oh, I need a post with this big, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just, a, we're just at different points in our life than other and people, that's the thing that, and I think it's yeah. okay to say, you know what, family. That's all right. We have every right to, to let somebody know. I think we, in a way, if we really care about the person, we should let them know, hey, look, I feel like we're leading different lives. And I don't want to make you want to post posting, vice versa. You know, we're going to always be cool. Yeah, yeah. If I you ever need anything, I'm here for you. It's just that we're not, I'm not really fucking with the way you're doing things because I'm doing them differently. Right. And that's okay. I had the bad habit, as I've told you before, of just blocking people out of pocket. Oh, and they're like, this, uh, wanna... did you block me? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, why? And I just want to touch on a quick topic real quick because um, today I had a little uh, incident. Hey. So um, I'm going to say a name again. This girl, Sammy hey. Jean. Um, we were fucking so, so my today, husband, guys. My husband posted a picture on social media looking looking. The good. one I commented? Yes, the looking good. Day. That shit was dope. And this bitch was like handsome. Okay, that's cool. My man looked good. Give him a compliment. Homegirl proceeded to say, um, you should come check out my apartment. Oh, now, first of all, hey. I'm gonna have to, if I ever see her, I'm going to beat her ass. I'm gonna snatch her because okay. that's disrespectful and that's that's rude as hell. Okay. Um, and I said to my man, like, you know, that's really disrespectful, and I don't know how you know this person. Obviously, he used to know from a past life. Yeah. Now she should have been gone a long time ago. She said, "You got a whole wife and you got a kid. Um, you gotta be beat that bitch out of here yeah. because yeah. that's disrespectful." And I, like you said, hey, you know what? We used to be cool, whatever, but we just moving in two different ways. If you, especially if you're not respecting my relationship, you rude are the fuck out of here. I. When I met Annie, when I knew how serious we were going to get, because I before she knew we were going to get married, I knew it. I just knew it. I fucking right. knew it. I, when you I, know, you know. I told her, I said, look. She's like, you know, you asked me, like, when you fall in love? I was like, ah. the fucking second you walked out of your house and gave me a hug, I was, that was it. I was like, that's it for me. I'm fucked. And that's your soul I'm in love, right there. And that's it. Yeah. When I knew that, I went through my social media, and I got rid of people who I knew, wouldn't number one, wouldn't respect it, number two, wouldn't really support it. Right. I got rid of them. Because, as you're out. right, you shouldn't need to do it, because it's, number one, I don't want that kind of people in my life still. Right. And number two, they're only going to stay there to cause problems in the, in the future. And exactly. Say, you know what I'm saying? It's exactly. like, I just don't... And, and you, when you, like you said, when you know, you know, and it, we're, we have every right to cut people off that we don't, we no longer feel are constructive to our future. Right, just, we have it right. I feel like if it's people like I said that we care about, we should let them know. Right, you just be. It's just, just in the right because them. it's not fair to people who are gonna say like, damn. And a lot of people, like I said earlier, a lot of people don't handle shit the same way we do, and they're gonna sit there and and, and dwell and blame themselves and, and beat themselves <laughs> up because they feel like they did something wrong. And right, we cut them off. So I think if we really care about these people, we should, you know, message them just a little message or even meet up with them. And say, look. No, not no, no offense. Nothing's personal. If you need me, I'm still here. If everything you, if you're ever struggling, I got you. Right. I just feel like you're not really constructive for my life right now. So we're gonna let's take a break. And if we meet up later on in life, and we're both constructing each other's shit, right? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's that's a right that you should, that, you know people have a right to know. But we as bigger than that, we have a right to call people up if we don't feel like we need them in the life. You don't gotta deal with it for whatever Fine reason, whether it's political, religious. The way they judge, we judge them. If we feel like transphobia, you gotta go. I was deleting people left and right when the whole shit was really popping off with all those 
Hispanic kids that were being kept in cages. That yeah. shit touched my heart because I'm an immigrant. And yeah. I saw all this ignorant ass fucking people saying like, oh, they're not really, oh, they're fine. You know, I was like, nope, you gotta go. And that I was the same go. thing for me. And like, I feel like anyone that knows me, y'all know how hard I go people for LGBTQ. And I started seeing things about people posting he, she, and whatever. Y'all have to go before I really set it off in this bitch. Yeah. And it was like, you know what? That's We're the sparing of, them. That's what we're sparing right. them. Right. We're really From giving you that them. touched by an angel. Remember that show, Touched by yeah, an Angel? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. really letting you be touched by your angel. Yeah, you're welcome. I didn't want to have yeah. to snatch you up. No, you're welcome. Um, so, I mean, again, you have the right to say, I need a break. It's over. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. Um, so I whatever wanna, it is, even gonna, if and it's the thing, family too. People. Oh no, family's the worst one. They people, got the, they yeah, got the first and that's result. the thing. People are perceived to think that they that they have no right to cut family off. Like, Fuck oh, that's that. my uncle. Fuck you and your uncle. Most of my ninety eight percent of my dad's family is cut the fuck off. Right. I only fuck with three of my cousins. Right. One of them is nine days older than me, and I fuck with him. Johan, right. My cousin Julian, who's dope. I love him. He came over. He wants to go to soccer game. And then my cousin Cindy, who she's always been really supportive. Right. Other than that, I don't fuck with anybody else because they're 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 toxic. They talk a lot of shit. They did harm for they harmed me and my my family. Right. When my mom and dad split up, they did a lot of nasty shit. Right. And it took me, you know, my dad doesn't like it, and he doesn't like the fact that I don't even acknowledge him as family. But I felt like I was in every. I was right. I was right, and I had every right to cut them off because they were not, you know, they weren't worthy of my having me, you know, in their life. They right. don't know. They've never met my daughter. And you they know see what? pictures from like my dad's whatever, but that's it. You know what? That that's okay. You have a right to cut family off, whoever the fuck it is. So, this is our last topic, but I'm about to make fun of you because hey, you me? say you, you say you're about to be thirty. Okay, so. Our last topic is criticizing our worst tattoos, and my <sighs> co-host, best friend, has a lot of tattoos. Um, Me? Yeah, I like 30-something. And yeah, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm up there with you. Um, well, are we criticizing each other's worst tattoos or our own So No, no, no. So I want you to tell me, out of all your years of getting tattooed, what is your worst tattoo? And we'll post a picture of this. Um, our cover photo okay, will be so our worst tattoos. I have two worst tattoos, but they're both for different reasons. Okay. My worst tattoo because it's fucking stupid and because I thought I was going to be a rapper when I was young. I'm about to scream. It's my fucking microphone on my arm. That's my worst. I'm sad. That's, okay. a, that's that Chris Brown microphone. Yeah, you know I mean? From yeah. Um, Excuse Me Miss. That's him. Okay. Yeah, he, he did it for me. It's fine. <laughs> that's my worst tattoo that I think is stupid. Okay. My worst tattoo that I want to get rid of, which I'm actually going to uh, meet a tattoo removal place next week, mm-hmm. is this one. Let this tattoo... See. It's something that I got with Maddie's mom, mm-hmm. and it just it has to go because I'm no longer in that, you know, in that stage of my life. Right. As a matter of you know respect to Annie because he obviously makes her uncomfortable. Right. It needs to be, and I try to get it covered up, but they, it's too dark. They said it's gonna show through because they're it's gonna so have dark. to really, yeah. So they said the only thing you can get is like a fucking big ass Green Reaper. I'm like no. Oh my god, yeah no. So I'm just gonna remove it. So as far as like the stupidest tattoo I have. It's the microphone on my left, upper left arm. The one I want to get rid of because it's just not where I'm at anymore and, and it's meaningless to me. It's the one that I match with my daughter's mom. Yeah, um, everything else I'm cool with. Even this fucking little fighting ghost. That's my shit. Even the alien holding a cat. Fight me, bitch. So... What about you? Come for on, me, wow, you. I'm looking at my skin. So, okay. Um, one of the... I don't want to say worse. So, I got these anchors on my feet. Not knowing the meaning of what 
that means. What does that mean? So like know. being held down. Oh, okay. And then a lot of people say it's like a Navy tattoo. So at the time, yeah. me and my brother wanted to be cool, and we were like, let's go in this person's house and get tattooed. <laughs> I got a helmet house. This, this microphone is a house tattoo, if you can see. That's but it doesn't see. even look like mine. I mean, mine aren't that bad, but the no, meaning not. behind yeah. the tattoo to me was really stupid because I truly did not know why I got that tattooed. And my brother only got one, and I got two. So I was um, at work, and I had like uh, sandals on. Mm -hmm. And this guy said, "Oh, how long were you in?" And I'm like, "What the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> like, and I'm thinking to myself. What? And then he said, "Those anchors on your feet." And then I, you know, realized like, "Wow, I'm oh. really a fucking idiot because yeah. I got these anchors on my feet, and I'm not. A, I've never been in the damn military." I would just made some shit up. Like, <laughs> oh, I just got out just today. So that one was really stupid. That's um, funny. The next tattoo that I have, not saying that it's stupid, but so if you look at my arm here, I have this like scratch out. It's literally just black on my arm. And the original- It was kind of dope though. It, so basically under here, there was um, a bird that I got when I, I traded, I got I this bird this. for two Percocets. <laughs> I gave the artist two Percocets to get this bird on my arm. And the bird got like infected. Ooh. And so I spent like, and it was like 16 years old that I yeah. got it. And my mom whooped my oh, ass. I bet. I bet. Um, she whooped the shit out of me. <clears throat> and now the thing about it was like, why did I go into this person's house? This and get, and you want to, and you want to hear the funny part is someone said, um, someone said to me, Oh, uh, that doesn't look like a bird. It looks like a monkey or something. <laughs> and I was like, wow, like Shit. this is really like, so I could have saved that Percocet and I went and I got this whack ass tattoo. I could have gone to someone better, you know, and uh, yeah. not have stolen that fucking month that those drugs. And yeah, that's really, you it, it's really a wild, <laughs> it's, it was a wild night. I mean, the guy literally had a cigarette in his mouth and he was tattooing me. I don't even He's know shaking. if he... Oh, trembling yeah. and I just Yikes. when it was done I'm gonna find a picture for you guys I need you to and that's what's gonna like our cover photo will be my worst tattoo it, it, it looked absolutely crazy it looked crazy and I thought I was so cool afterwards that's I felt too this shit cause I <laughs> was always telling people, I was always telling people in school and yeah in high school like yo I'm about to get a tattoo and it's gonna have like smoke coming out that's gonna symbolize that I just smoked a song and all this shit no, my friends, you know, this is what this is good, brings me back to. You need to tell people when you're when they're being stupid, your friends. All my boys like, yo, that's dope, bro. Deep down, they're like, like look at fool. this fucking loser. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, you like fucking loser. You know what I mean? I wish y'all would have told me, man. You know what? Uh, if you listen, Dimitri and Nathan, y'all should have told me not to do it. Because I told her, you're like, oh, that's really dope. But I know now you look at it like this fucking loser. Oh, wait. That's the thing. The, okay, so you saying that makes me think that's not my worst tattoo. I was visiting my sister in North Carolina. Love you, Yasmin. Um, we went to this guy. If he's he's a drug dealer, shout out to Ryda because I don't know if you're still doing business. This man, I wanted to get a tattoo that said "No Love Lost." I love Joe Budden, um, so I wanted to get yes. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to get "No Love Lost" um, on my chest. As now, yeah, no, I want now, to now, now, first of all, if, first of all, it's not even on my chest. It's on my on my breast area. That shit oh, bubbled up so bad. Did it? And somebody said, what does that say? I couldn't even make out the tattoo because it had just went it like was, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he, the way that he pressed so hard into my skin. It scarred it? It's completely scarred. Yeah, and they yeah. told me the same thing. I would have to get it like removed mm -hmm. versus covering it mm -hmm. because of how deep he went in. So that was really a I got another experience. stupid tattoo. Okay, so, and then we'll talk about our favorite tattoo. Check this shit out. What happened there? There's a broken heart on my, my wedding finger, right? My oh wedding my ring god. Finger. Because after all the bullshit that had happened to me, I was like, oh, I'm never gonna love again. 
I'm gonna be alone. Deep, I don't Chris. deserve it. Yeah, it's you, you all these them. people. See, people look at my finger tattoo, but everyone don't have meaning. Except for this dumbass tattoo and these, they all have meaning behind them. Every one of them. I just don't talk about them because I feel like they lose that special. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I had to explain them, so all these have meaning. But like this, if you, you guys obviously can't see it, but on my wedding ring finger, I have a broken heart tattooed on me. And I remember when I, you know, when I met Annie, she was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Well, so like my plan now, my plan to do now is to to fake to clean it up. Is that I want to go to a tattoo shop that's cool that will let her tattoo some like red strings on the ter- in the tears to yeah. like symbolize that she fixed it. Right. That's what I want to do. Okay. I think that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? So get like some red like string tattooed on my yeah, fingers. Yeah, that'd be dope. So it's like fixed. But you know, obviously at the time I was in a really dark, dark place, and right. I said, you know. This is me, you know, I, I I have a broken heart, I'm never gonna love again, so I'll get that tattooed on me. The money bag on my middle finger kind of symbolizes the fact that money matters to me, but only a little. Like, not right. a lot to my middle, and then this is just kind of like the pain, and this is me pointing at death, like I'm heading that way. So it's kind of it's kind of dark, and I don't want to get to that because that's not who I am anymore. But yeah, so that's my, one of my other stupid tattoos, but it can be fixed. Yeah, it can this, all be. I don't know what the fuck to do about this. Mm, Lord Jesus. Wear long sleeve shirts, I guess. Um, What's your favorite tattoo? So, <clears throat> I got shout out to my tattoo artist, uh, Rob Figueroa. Yeah. Um, have you heard from him? Yeah. Yeah. When? A couple weeks ago. I feel actually. like he blocked me. Does he still have social media? Yeah. Oh, he's one of those dudes that block. Ooh, you ain't um, shit, Rob. Because so... I was trying to hit him up because a friend of mine wanted shit. And I can't find him on Facebook, so it's still not his, his he has a, His page on Instagram is what his tattoo um, name is, what his thing. It's uh, Fifth Dimension Tattoos. Yeah, I know. Um, but I know. he's done a lot of my work. And this right here, um, I got an Egyptian queen. Um, yeah, he's after, done most of my work, too. After, like, finding out some stuff about my uh, ancestors. But my most favorite tattoo, um, shout out to Carissa, um, is this Stay Creepy tattoo. I'm a weird fucking person. I'm a weird person. I like weird things. I like death. I like weird things and um i think this tattoo definitely speaks to my personality Mm -hmm. um even the way that she shaded um where the the flowers meet the the broken heart um that's like one of my favorite things so i think out of all my shitty tattoos um that that one to stay creepy and i'll post it for you guys i mean i usually post it anyway but um i'll post that so you guys can see that my favorite tattoos because i got a couple other than my daughter's name, Madeline Rose. <clears throat> it's got the name Madeline and then the Rose kind of feeding off of it. Obviously, that's my favorite tattoo because of my daughter's name. My other favorite tattoo is one I got kind of recently, which is... <clears throat> people who really know me know I'm a huge Queen fan. Like yes. I said earlier, I have <clears throat> Freddie Mercury's head tattooed and it says, Keep Yourself Alive. It's like a I subtle reminder one. and it's one of my favorite tattoos. So it kind of makes up for the other dumb bullshit I have on me, I think. But, uh, yo, can you... We're still in a pot, I know, but can you pull up his page? Because he blocked me. Yeah. I don't know why. I give him a lot of... You ain't shit, Rob. Um, you listening. But, yeah. So, tattoos are... They're fun, but at the same time, you know... At the same time, I would tell anybody that hasn't, had, that hasn't gotten a tattoo, uh, be very wary of the things that you put on your body um, and what you'll have to deal with. Um, my ex, I got his name tattooed like seven times. For what? What is the reason? That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not a, not so much as like, you know, people, what people are going to like and not like. We just think that you're going to look and be like, damn, what I get that? Yeah, see? Homeboy blocked me. 
Um, to hit him up and ask him why. But yeah. So on that note, um, <laughs> we are going to wrap up. Um, you know, it's been amazing uh, talking to you guys, listening to you guys. Um, you know, your like we said earlier in the show, the feedback that we've gotten. So um, keep that shit up. We love it. Um, and I think once we hit um, maybe like our 20th episode, we'll do a giveaway. We'll do something cool for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We want to start getting some merch. Uh, like that hats and t-shirts, but we also do want to get a new, like we talked about before, a new one, a new logo. So once we get that, then we're gonna start working on maybe some merch and then just make it kind of cool for you guys, because you know we appreciate all the people that listen and the ones that don't listen and all that shit, you know. So um, next episode we're probably gonna be a Zoom episode, so it might be a little while. We have to figure out the audio and all that other bullshit, because I don't feel like paying people for it. So, but I mean, we'll be, we'll be, because you know, when, when are you moving? Um, I'll be gone next Friday. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So next episode will definitely be a Zoom episode. Yeah, so you guys just hang in there with us as we do this transition. Um, again, we're thankful for you guys that listen. Um, Super you know, thankful. I hope you guys you guys stay blessed, stay healthy, um, and stay positive, and make sure you take care of yourself. And, and yeah, take care of your mental health. It's super important. Take right, care of your mental health. Don't let anybody tell you that, you know, men or women, don't let anybody tell you that, you know, your mental health doesn't matter and it's not important because it is if it's if it, like i always tell you know people if something matters to you even if it's slightly it's not insignificant if something exactly. makes you feel any kind of way it is in no way shape or form insignificant because it's affecting you in any kind of way so don't let people you know tell you how to think and what to say and what not to say um don't be racist don't fuck with kids you guys are fucking nasty out there um, I do want to sign up for those people who are hunting those, you know, pedophiles. That's the shit going on online. I didn't even hear about yeah, I think I've heard about it a little bit. But I mean, I got a kid on the way, so I can't leave, but I can do it from home. Um, and you guys, just be careful. People are crazy out people here. People are nasty out there. So yeah, just be careful. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been a great episode. And we, I'm going to master it and probably post it tomorrow night. Um, and so we'll hear, you know, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks for listening. This has been the All Talk with Gem and Chris podcast. It's your boy Chris. And it's your girl Jam. Love you guys. Take care. Love y'all. Take care. I don't know how to stop it. Hey.